You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight and mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dead Dad Show. I am your host, Jeff and founder of AEMoneySolutions.com, where we will run with you through your debt-free journey. In today's show, we are flying around the world to New Zealand to talk to a couple who paid off $566,000 of debt. You heard that right, folks. $566,000. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me for episode 50. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am excited to be here for another episode. I'm excited to have you guys listening for another episode. Episode 15 has a huge guest. These guys from New Zealand paid off over half a million dollars worth of debt. Half a million! 566000 I showed my wife that number. She thought, it was a mistake. $566,000 worth of debt. So folks, these guys aren't superheroes. They don't do anything out of the ordinary. They're not movie stars. They're not athletes. They're just a couple who got sick and tired of being sick and tired. They decided enough was enough. And they went ahead, got themselves on a plan, got themselves on a budget, and decided to pay off their half a million dollars worth of debt. They basically got tired of somebody else writing the story of their life For them. They took it upon themselves to decide that they were going to write their own story. They were going to open that book and start writing and put their words in it the way they wanted them in that book, not the way someone else was going to write their story. It was their words, it was their story. And while we're talking about stories, they paid off that debt. And then they went ahead and actually published a book and wrote a book, which we will talk about a little bit more in the episode, and we'll let you guys know how you can go ahead and purchase that book. You guys don't listen to the show to hear me ramble on, so let's get right into it. Let's talk to Brady and Paul and have them tell you their amazing story on their journey to $566,000 debt 
free journey. Brady and Paul, welcome to the Debt Dad Show. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> Pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good. How are you guys? We're really good. Awesome. Thanks. So you guys are the first New Zealanders that I have had on the show. And I, I was going to say Kiwis. I heard you guys talk on the Dave Ramsey show. And I was like, I, I always wondered if you guys would have been offended by, by that verbiage of the term Kiwis. So, but you guys obviously weren't because you were no, calling. It's, no, it's a pretty common thing, Jeff, for us, for the Kiwis, anywhere in the world where we go, you know, just if you, if you're Kiwis, they, everyone knows who you're talking about. So it's, it's not a slang. It's not a bad slang. It's just a kind of a nickname for us New Zealanders, really. Right. And where, where does that come from? Because I, I have no idea. The, the kiwi is our national bird. Oh, okay. And it's a flightless bird, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate. But, um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's our national bird. Our, yeah. So that's okay. where we get it from. Yeah. So that's where it comes from. Yeah. So, again, when you guys were on the Dave Ramsey show, I don't think you guys, and I, we had talked a little bit prior to this show, there's not a huge amount of people in New Zealand on the debt-free journey, or it's not, you know, put out there in social media as much as it would be in North America. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. It, it's a fairly sort of new thing in New Zealand, and I sort of started on my my Instagram just putting up, you know, how we'd started our journey, and most of my followers initially were from the debt-free journey in America and probably Canada. So, right. But recently I have got more and more New Zealanders and Australians on board right. and and sort of all around the world now. So, um, but, yeah, in New Zealand it's probably not as big because we haven't got someone like Dave Ramsey sort of promoting it so much. Right. And I've talked to a couple of people from New Zealand on the show and they've kind of said this – or, sorry, from Australia – and they've kind of said the same thing there. Yeah, There's not really anybody who's prominent in the debt-free community there who's kind of pushing out the information to help people out. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So why don't we get started and you guys kind of give the listeners a background of kind of where you guys came from and in terms of debt and what kind of debt you had and, and how much it was and things like that. Yep, we'll do. So I can I can start with that. So... We sort of started um, three and a half years ago, really, and we had sort of a bit of a three sort of pivotal moments in our life back then. So um, the first thing was I lost my um, beautiful sister, Kim, to cancer, and she was only just 48 years old. All right, I'm sorry. So, yeah, that was sort of a big thing for me, Um been with her and sort of learning about standing in your truth and she was always really grateful for the simple life which was really nice to to learn with her right um sort of a month after she passed we went away for a weekend and I went and purchased some art with my friends and I used my visa card <laughs> I didn't really think much of it I think it was only about a hundred dollars at the time but I came home and told my husband and he was really um less than pleased to say the least <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we sort of ended up not talking the whole way home <laughs> um so that was sort of a bit of an eye-opener that we we're on different pages with finances as well 
and then a few weeks after that, we went away again uh, using the visa and we went to the movies just sort of randomly. We decided we'd go to the movies and the big short was playing. Right. I had no idea what it was about. But um, obviously it's all about the housing market crash and, and was just a real eye-opener for both of us right. or probably more so me. Um, as sort of our house is our safe place and, and we're, you know, what we love. So right. we came home and ended up having a, a talk sort of in the wee hours of the morning with my other sister and her husband who were with us. And we sort of worked out we weren't paying $1 of debt because we we're on sort of an interest-only loan. I'm not sure if you've heard of those. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Mm, we we're on an interest-only loan. Uh, not paying $1 of debt, and it really was, that was probably the final straw for me, realising, you know, we're, we're not getting ahead at all, we're just really treading water. <laughs> yeah, and, and at that point, Jeff, I was, you know, because I just, I, I've kind of always been frugal kind of thing, and I've just worked hard all my life and paid the, you know, Brady's been in charge of the books and the finances kind of thing, and I, and just when I when all this was put out on the table and realised that that we weren't we'd just been treating water the whole time we hadn't kind of made any difference to our to our mortgage or to our thing that and it just you know I was I don't know if I was angry but I was kind of upset that it just you know that what the predicament that we were in right. and it was quite a even though it was very oh, what's the word. Um, kind of gut-wrenching to see all the figures and where, we, where yeah. we were at. I think it was, a, even though it was tough, it was good to get to that point to think, you know, oh, my God, you know, what have we done here? You know, we're, we're not doing anything. You know, we're just working and the mortgage is, is staying as it is. So That was probably, yeah, like our sick and tired of being sick and tired moment, really. <laughs> yeah. So you guys were just kind of going through the motions of life. Yeah, we were. Really? Yeah, we were. Yeah, right. So we sort of sat down the next morning, actually, and added all our debt up and worked out we had $566,380 that we owed. $566,000. That's an unbelievable number. I like, I talked to you guys again before the show, and I told you that I showed my wife your Instagram page, and she was in shock. She said, is that $566,000? And I said, yeah. I said, well, I'm really interested to see what it was and how they managed to pay it off. Yeah. So it's a it's an astronomical number, regardless of how much you guys make or what it was, to look at that it number. It was huge. It was. And to, yeah, and to realize you guys you guys paid off over half a million dollars of debt in three years. I know, that's pretty, it's unbelievable. pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> mind-blowing. So it's, it's mind-blowing. I thought I had an accomplishment at like 50000 over 13 months, and here you guys are knocking out half a million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we had a loan of 563000 which was yeah. um, a loan for our house and a rental investment. And right. property, and then we also had a credit card for with about three and a half thousand on it as well. Right. So that was cut up pretty much instantly. <laughs> right. The yeah. credit card, um, and then we, yeah, we just decided we we're going to go after that 
that debt and, and try and pay it off as soon as we could. Right. Was that credit card hard for you guys to cut up or was it you guys were just so sick of looking, seeing that number and like, this is what we have to do? Yeah, it was really hard for me because I was the one that used it. Paul, Paul never used it really. Um, yeah. So I even, I remember once, this is terrible to to remember, but I actually had it in the freezer a few times like to try and freeze it, not to <laughs> use it. <laughs> right. So it was... To cut it up was like my security. It was probably like our emergency yeah. fund, right? Um, Which it is for yeah. most people because we didn't we didn't have savings, we didn't have cash, you know. So it was really our emergency fund. So as soon as we had that one thousand emergency fund in away, right? You're right. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people, most most people, I think the stat was, I saw the stat maybe three months ago that it was something like seven or eight out of 10 people can't afford a $400 emergency if it occurred. Yeah, I would believe that, yeah. Yeah, which is, which is crazy, but our family was in the same boat. Yeah. We would have used, we would have used a credit card yeah. because that's just what, I don't know if we were necessarily taught that, but that was just was an easy thing to do. Why why have an emergency fund when you have a credit card exactly. and then you can just pay that off? Exactly. But people have the tendency not to pay off their credit cards quickly after no, that. No, that's right. Yeah. So did you use your, you said Paul didn't use a credit card ever, but did you use it for everything, for all your purchases? Yes, I did try that method yeah. and um, where you could get um, flyby points or something or air points. I thought yep. I could try and beat the system, but um, I remember doing that one month and we got to the end of the month and got the bill and we didn't have enough money in our account to pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause you, you really just lose you track. Do. It's just, it's so easy just to swipe that it card is. on everything. And again, I know from experience cause I did the same yeah. thing, whether it was a bag of chips or a pop or whatever, I put it yeah, on the card. Exactly. So yeah. much easier. So yeah, that didn't work for us. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, that five hundred sixty-six thousand took you how long to pay off? Yeah, it was approximately thirty-nine months, Jeff. Right. Um, yeah. That first year, yeah. I think that first year, I've got the figures here actually just to tell you. Um, because we decided to just go go at it, we sold a car. We sold the rental. Um, we went through the whole house and sold as much as we could. And I right. think that first year we paid off about 400000 <laughs> Wow. <Yeah. laughs> so did, did you have payments on that car or was paid for free and clear? That was put on the mortgage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, put on the mortgage, so... Yeah, you don't have to feel bad. Lots of people do dumb oh, stuff. Yeah. I could probably top I could probably top that, but yeah, there's lots of people that do it because they think it's just they think they're getting rid of their debt. I know, and you right? Which really they're not. They're just no. Yeah, they're just paying that dollar value over 25 or 30 years instead of 5. Exactly, which is probably a so, whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure it is. So you guys sold a car. Sold the car. You sold your rent. Yeah, you sold your rental property. Yes. 
and then you were left with your mortgage. Yes. So then I think by the end of that first year, yeah, we'd we'd uh, cleared off a good four hundred thousand off it. So we were left with about a hundred and sixty six, I think. I'm I'm laughing and smiling yeah. as you tell me this because four four hundred thousand dollars in one year. I know. It just blow, blows my mind. It was, it was. We got like some really big wins too, which just kept us going. But yeah. after that, the next sort of two years, we had to do it all ourselves on our income. So that's really when, you know, we had to dig deep and, and do it ourselves. Right. So other than the car and the house you sold, was there anything else that you guys did after that stuff was gone to fast track that final 160 some odd thousand dollars. Well, Paul actually, he probably worked every Saturday. Um, he picked yeah. up extra shifts. Uh, Sorry, Paul, what do you do? Um, I'm a painting instructor at a correctional facility. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's painting, as in like house maintenance painting, not a not an artist painting. So it's a it's right. a school trade skills thing that we teach at the local correctional facility gotcha and I've, I've been there 23 years so it's a good it's a good wow. employment for me and um yeah. yeah so no so the opportunity was there to do extra shifts so i kind of nailed it and even though i didn't like spending half my weekend working i knew i it was for a goal you know it was there was a, a greater good at the end of it type of thing so yeah for so sure i just kind of smashed it out as much as i could and um yeah got where we are today so you worked overtime was there anything else that you guys did, did you guys cut it have to cut anything out or? yeah we we did one one big thing that would made a difference because i still sort of did all the books but we had a, a budget meeting every month so paul knew what was happening but once one right. thing we did do was we used to give ourselves 40 dollars fund money every single week right. and i think i added that up over the year and it was something like four grand Right. And I thought, you know, like I could be putting four grand onto the mortgage. <laughs> so no more fun. <laughs> so we got really tight. <laughs> no, we got really tight and gave ourselves $50 a month. Oh, and okay. we had to find free fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, which, you can, which you can do. You just have to look yeah, for it. Yeah. 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 No, we really, we slashed and burned our budget, Jeff. It's, you know, we... I didn't go out for dinners. We just kind of made do with what we had, and just you know, you had to live a real simple, frugal life. You know, you can't uh, yeah, you can't do both. You can't kind of keep up with the Joneses and go out for dinner and flash, flash cars and do all the all the good stuff all the time. You know, you have to put a bit of effort in and um, hard work to, to sweat equity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. So. So I, I couldn't really do much overtime in my job. So what I did as sort of my second job was went through all our bills and our expenses and got the best deals on our power and our phone and all that sort of thing, sure. insurances. Right. And um, meal planned like, you know, my life depended on it. <laughs> yeah. And we saved a lot of money on food, huge amount. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you, you would. Yeah. So you talked about going through the budget. Did you guys have a budget before you started this? Yeah, we did. But we were sort of only, um, we were living payday to payday and robbing right. Peter to pay Paul and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So following that budget and making sure you're 
necessities were paid. Yeah. And then after that, it was free for all. kind of free for all. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm eating your lunch. I'm reading what you're yeah, writing. Yeah. I, I did the exact same yeah. thing. Um, yeah. So you guys, like you said before, you didn't have the emergency fund beforehand. No, it was, no. a, it was your credit cards. Yeah. So while you were going through the journey, you'd built up your emergency fund. Did you guys have to use that? emergency fund through your debt-free journey at all? Yeah, we did actually a few times, um, but we sort of replenished it sort of straight away, but it wasn't until probably the last the last three months that we had that many Murphys. It wasn't funny, and we had our mortgage payments set as 3000 I think, a fortnight, so we had them as possibly could, um, right. and we ended up using most of our emergency fund, which was was not really a great feeling at the end. Right. But everything seemed to be um, going against us a little bit in the last three months. <laughs> right. But we've, yeah, so, we've replenished it now, so we're okay. Great. So i got to clear something up. Yep. And I've done it with the two Australians that I had on the show because I learned it uh, when, the, when I talked to the first girl, Madeline Gray, about it, and she used the word Fortnite. Oh, right. And I know, I, yeah, I know a lot of North Americans might be thinking the video game Fortnite, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it, Fortnite is two weeks, is. correct? Yes. yes. Okay. And so I wanted to clear that up in case anybody was wondering what that was. And bi-weekly I've heard mentioned, is that similar for you or? That it is. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. the same thing. Same. Bi-weekly yeah. is every two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what uh, we say. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys pay off half a million dollars yep. of debt. How does that feel when you realize that you guys have done that? Incredible. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have, yeah. Like, do you guys have words to describe that or is it just oh, that, not describable? For, for me, I'm probably talking too much, but um, for me probably um, would be one of the best days of my life was the debt-free journey date. You know, like actually doing our last payment was so yeah. yeah. Just the feeling of having that much debt and doing it, and you know, just yeah, standing in your truth and and accomplishing that goal together was just incredible, really. Yeah. I yeah kind so of, did you get? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry. I just found the journey was really the even though it was a hard journey and an emotional journey and ups and downs and that, when it got to the stage here, like it was quite, I don't know, quite a bit of a mind-numbing thing. It was just, it was hard to fathom. It was like surreal when it happened, you know, just our lives just kind of carried on, but this this kind of invisible thing had been taken off our shoulders kind of thing, and it was just like, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't have a mortgage anymore. We were standing outside... <laughs> Standing outside our property, cracking a bottle of wine, thinking, you know, we we own this bit of land we're standing on, and this house behind us, kind of thing, and and it was all ours. It's yeah, yeah, it weird. It's it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, so I can't imagine what it would be like for someone who's actually yeah. actually done it to do that. So, did you guys make that last payment? Were you guys together when you did that? Yeah, we did. We sort of waited all day. I think I was waiting for my pay to come in, so. Uh, we were we waited until we got home so we were together and actually put it on um instagram and and things so everyone could share the joy with us yeah, yeah. was that emo was that really emotional for you guys did you shed some tears oh or? no we didn't we were just really no really excited more than anything yeah, yeah. 
Really excited. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, and I, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Paul. Oh, just saying it was brilliant. We had some of the family around with us to kind of just to share the excitement and popping the champagne and balloons and stuff. It was just so it was good to share it with, you know, with the family. Just to, And it was a good thing for them to see, to learn to do too, hopefully. For sure. So you're, you're talking about your, you guys have three kids, correct? Yes, that's right. So, yeah, we'll talk about them a little later, a little bit anyways. But I think I know your answer to the question, but you guys would never go back into debt. No. <laughs> never, ever, ever. <laughs> it's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. So what would you guys say was the hardest thing that you had to do through the journey? Um, probably that first day where you have to sit down and, uh, for me, ring fence that debt, like add it all up because I was in charge of the finances. So I sort of felt like I'd let us down a little bit. Um, and a bit of a story, I, uh, we all decided that we'd put all, even all the cash that we had in our wallets out on the table. So we knew exactly every single dollar that we had. Right. And Paul had been stockpiling his forty dollars fun money in his wallet in case of an emergency because he <laughs> being Mr. Frugal, I didn't like <laughs> Mr. Frugal, I yeah. Didn't like to spend much. But he had about seven hundred dollars in his wallet. And I remember at the time <laughs> just feeling so bad that he had to sort of stockpile his fun money because he was worried we might have an emergency. <laughs> Paul's hoarding money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and then just deciding, you know, to stand in our truth. I was driving a, a four-wheel drive car to work, a SUV that I didn't need. You know, like who was I trying to impress? Maybe. Um, yeah. So we sold that and and got little Toyota Corollas, which have been wonderful and efficient and right. run on nothing. <laughs> yeah. So just so yeah. You- you keep on talking about standing in your truth. Yeah. What would be your definition of that? Because you've said it a couple of times now. Just being honest with yourself about who you are and what you stand for and not trying to do anything to please anyone else. Right. The simple life and, and really having your family and people who love you around you, really. Right. Yep. So... What would you guys say was the dumbest thing that Man, you've got done a with lot. money? We've got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me a couple if you'd like. I've already said the uh, a couple of them. <laughs> uh, the interest only loans, the yeah. car on the mortgage, <laughs> uh, putting a holiday on a credit card and then paying it off when you get home. <laughs> that sucks. That and, <laughs> <laughs> but as dumb as those things are, they're normal. I know. They really are normal, and a lot, a lot of people do it. It's not, uh, yeah, it's not a New Zealand thing. I tell you that. And transferring a credit card to a zero percent credit card, thinking I was being clever, and then maxing out that one. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I said, it it happens to a lot of people. A yeah. lot of people do that, and it's just I think because they just don't know. No, that's true. So yeah, yeah. You don't. So were you, you don't know what you don't know, do you? Yeah, for sure. Mm. So were you guys ever either in school or by your parents taught anything about finances or 
financial literacy? Absolutely not. No. no. Nothing in school or, or um, I, I remember my dad did give me a little budgeting book, but it was for, you know, your pocket money when, you, when I was about eight. <laughs> right. But that was it. Yeah. So, Paul, how did you learn to become so frugal? Because you're, hoard, you're hoarding $40 a month. You had 700 bucks in your wallet. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know whether it was just like our family, you know, just mum and dad were just, you know, just battlers kind of thing. You know, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a lot of, a lot of money. They didn't kind of flash right. things around kind of thing. So I don't know whether it was just kind of ingrained into me or something, but you know, right. I'll only spend my money if it's worth spending on something. I won't kind of frivolously throw it away willy nilly on anything yeah so yeah so i guess there is some kind of there is an element of teaching there Mm. i guess through showing yeah that's right right like dave rachel cruz always says more is caught than taught yeah like watching eh? a yeah so did you guys teach your because your kids are all grown now for the most part right yeah pretty much adults or young adults young adults yeah so did you guys, before you started this, did you guys teach them anything or try and show them anything about financials? I would assume not because you guys yourselves weren't financially no. aware all the time. No, 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 not, no, not, not, beforehand. not beforehand. But the one yeah. thing we probably did teach them was work ethic. Um, yeah. Like they've all got really good work ethics and they know that they didn't get something for nothing, like they had to work for it. So that's probably... Right one thing that we did show them before this debt-free journey. But as when I did find Dave Ramsey, I gave them a total money makeover book each. Yeah. And I snuck a $20 note in about chapter five. (laughs) And none of them have found it. (laughs) (laughs) So they might be a bit young yet. Uh, Yeah, hopefully at some point they'll they'll decide to pick it up. So how how did you go out? about finding Dave Ramsey? Um, I think on that day one when we were sitting down doing our, adding up all our debt, after that I I just Googled, happened to Google how to be debt-free fast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his name came up, you know. So yeah. So I just, yeah, looked into it from there. There you go. So you guys started your debt-free journey. Did you right away tell your kids what what you guys were doing or how did that kind of come into play? Uh, yeah, we, we we did, but I think there was a bit of a fair bit of eye rolling at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really took it too seriously. Right. Yeah. And now that they've seen what you guys have done, yeah. you guys all celebrated together. That's right. And do you think there's some something that maybe Flicks a switch in their head and is like, huh. Yeah, no, definitely, Jeff. They've, whether they're not leading on, but I'm pretty sure they have taken stuff on board. Um, you know, they've all got, they all run off budgets. They've got budgets right. for their work and their living expenses and stuff like that. So, and Brady's helped them with, with those budgets. Um, and I just think that they're quietly on the right track that they might. They may not think they are, but I think they are pretty yeah. kind of, you know, and you know, none of the kids have got credit cards and things like that. You know, they've got no loans. All their cars, vehicles are paid for. 
Right. So I, I definitely think they're on the right track. You know, they might not think they are or don't want to admit to it. But I think, no, I think we've got them on the right track for sure. And, and one right. thing we did do to include them sort of in the journey was when each milestone, once we got to, I think, 150,000 left, we took them out 10 pin bowling and pizzas and uh, and then 100K, we took them away for the weekend up to Auckland City and had a really nice weekend. And, um, and, and the big one is coming up actually where we are, flying them down to beautiful Queenstown in the South Island, all of us, to celebrate right. them debt-free. So I think Great. I think they're liking it now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all paid for cash too, Jeff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's good. Now, so they have more to celebrate with mum and dad yeah, now. Exactly. So they should, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I said one of my other episodes with – I did an episode with my uh, six-year-old daughter. Yeah. And she was begging me and begging me to come on the show because so we – I myself growing up knew nothing financially. Yeah. I like zero. I wasn't taught anything. I wasn't taught anything in school and it took me 18 years to to figure it out. Yeah. But I said in that episode that whether your kids are you know 3 or 23 they're they're going to pick stuff up. Yeah. Being more more is caught than taught and you guys talking about your kids and what they're doing with budgets and having paid for cars and no credit cards and it's uh it's an example of that. So yeah, that's right. That's for anybody, hoping. yeah, yeah, hoping. <laughs> yeah, for anybody listening and you know, changing your habits, your kids are going to see it. Yeah, and they're going to start doing the same things. Exactly. Whether they're three or twenty-three. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you guys are debt-free now. You're building up your emergency fund. Yeah. Besides, besides the emergency fund, what's what's next for you guys? You guys have any long-term goals or things that you'd you'd like to take on? Um, so we've just started the joys of investing in some index funds. Right. And really enjoying looking into all those funds and uh, buying buying those is great fun. Yeah. Um, and probably aiming for early retirement really now. Yeah. 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 So we're not having to work till 65. Right. Uh, so we can have more time with family and grandchildren. Yeah. And a for sure. Bit of travel thrown in there too. <laughs> yeah, def- most definitely. Yeah. So, do you listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast a lot? His show a lot? Yeah, we. I probably used to in the debt-free journey, and now uh, you know a lot of it's not so relevant now that we're debt-free. Right. <laughs> so, have you progressed into other into other shows or? Yeah, like we, there is um, a few that I do follow now. So it's more into the investing and um, that sort of side of things. Yeah. Right. And I, I find that happens with a lot of people I've talked to is they start off with Dave Ramsey and it's a, yeah. I don't know, it's a habitual thing in habits and you change your habits and you just, you feel like you've grown and you just want to keep growing and keep learning and you keep you know, going into these new avenues of learning different things. And I did the same thing. And like I said, a lot of people that I've talked to have done yeah. the same thing. You just want to continue to grow and and build yourself. No, that's that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys read a lot of books? I, I personally don't. Um, <laughs> but if it's something interesting and something like the, like the money things and stuff like that, I've read a few books, but 
Brady's the book queen. She's she loves her books, so I kind of yeah, I so learn and think through her experiences. Right. But I I wanted so, Paul to watch uh, or to read Money Makeover, but he's not a big reader. So I found um, him listening to it on the ebook. Uh, yeah, yeah, was the way to yeah. go for him. So don't feel bad, Paul. I I don't think I read a full book in high school ever. You didn't? And uh, No, I don't think I read one single book in high school. I might have read bits and pieces for me to get by, and uh, that was about it. But as a, as we went through the debt-free journey, I'm like, eh, I should start learning a little bit. So I started listening to audiobooks because I didn't want to read. Yeah. And then when I couldn't find stuff on audiobooks, and I had no choice but to read. So I probably read you know, a book or two every three months, which is oh, a far cry, yeah. a far cry from where I used to be. Yeah. That's good. So yeah. Brady, do you have any books that you would recommend that are good reads? Obviously I've, you know, probably mentioned the total money makeover. I definitely, if yeah. you're starting out to read that, um, but any personal finance books, I think there's always a good lesson in there. Any of them? Yeah. Great. And how about any podcasts? Uh, well, I could probably do a shout out to the Happy Saver in New Zealand. She's she's debt free, lives a debt free life, and she's sort of a bit more into the investing side of it. So, right, she's wonderful to listen to, especially for the local Kiwis kind of thing. Jeff, you know, it's good to have someone you know locally that's looking after us for sure, who has some knowledge in your guys's country. Yeah. 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 So you guys are in what city? In New Zealand, we're in a. Our town is called Tiawamutu, which is about okay. which is about twenty minutes south of Hamilton, which is the closest city, and that's right in yep. the middle of the North Island. You know, there's two islands to New Zealand: the North Island, the South Island. So, okay, we're kind of in the middle of the North Island. Right. So, my wife, whenever we go on vacation or go somewhere, I always like to check out restaurants that we don't have at home yeah um so where if i was coming to new zealand to your town where would you guys recommend for me to go to eat so i'd probably pick two in hamilton which is our current faves and it would be chim thai and rotatuna it's beautiful fresh thai food and camarosa in hamilton is a beautiful new restaurant there so that would be probably our two current faves Right. So how far are you guys actually from Thailand? Miles. <laughs> are you miles? Like if you were to take a plane there, because we're like days oh, away. We're probably 12 hour flight, maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's not, that's, well, it's still long, but we're like 24, oh, yeah, yeah, 26 yeah, hours for us. And we've, we've done that flight. Yeah. <laughs> and with a couple, with a couple nine hour layovers. So, um, but yeah, we really love Thai food as well. Yeah, beautiful. So I would guess if I was going to ask you guys, if I was going to do something in your town or in the largest city close by, either before I ate or after I ate or just for some entertainment, what would you guys recommend going to do? We, we have a famous glowworm cave just about half an hour south of where we live. Um, quite yeah, it's a what, sorry? It's a glowworm cave. A glowworm cave. Yeah, so it's kind of down out in the water. Under the ground. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. That's, that's quite a special thing. A lot of the lo uh, local, but a lot of the tourists, tourists yeah. and that will go to. Um, but either side of that, we're kind of close close to the coastlines and that, and we've got some beautiful beaches up, up right. around our area, which are just gorgeous. And and that's in the North Island. Then the, down the South Island, we've got a lot of mount, mountainous ranges and, right. and a beautiful city down there called Queenstown, which is like, if you Google it, and it's you'll, it's to die for. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have a really good mix. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we got everything. We got yeah. everything here. So I think you. It's really funny that you mentioned glowworms. It triggered a memory for me because when I was a little kid, there was uh, a product called glowworm, yeah. and it was this little green worm that lit up. And I, I think there was even maybe a commercial about it. So is that basically? Yeah, what? it is. Is it the same yeah. thing, just little glow worm, little worms that glow. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like little that's... lights all through the caves. It's very cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds really yeah, neat. It is. So, if you guys had three pieces of advice that you could give to somebody who's either currently paying off their debt or is, you know, thinking about starting to pay off their debt, what would those three pieces of advice be? You go. Well, the one I the one I think for me, Jeff, would be that yes, that the two partners, the husband, wife, or the partners, have got to be on board. You know that for sure. You know that that would be one one big thing, and the other one that, that resonates with me is is just making a start, and like yeah, like when we put that figures on the table back three and a half years ago even though it was horrendous to look at, you have to, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And then once once right. we started and got on the journey, you know, that we were away then, so it's it's making a start. Yeah. And, and for me, it would be like it's not forever. Um, I know a whole lot of people think, but you've got to live and, you know. You, you only live once. You only live once and all that sort of. Fear of missing out and all that. All that. <laughs> But it's not forever, you know, it's only a specific short time that you're paying off debt, hopefully. Um, right. So if you go hard and go strong, you can get it done and then you can live like, you know, you want to and spend money on what you want to. So that that would be my reminder to people is that it's not forever. And, and just to keep things around you to keep motivated, like I had little uh, graphs and things in the ensuite right. in the pantry that we marked off every time we did a payment or uh, and that was really cool to just keep us motivated and, and wanting to do more do you guys still have any yeah, of those? yeah we do we're, did you keep yeah, them we're going to keep them we might get them framed actually <laughs> yeah. yeah so we had one ourselves yeah. and we still keep it on the same pantry so, door yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's almost as a reminder yeah you know, to, to look at that and realize what we did yeah. and that we don't want to have to fill that thing back exactly. up again. No, yeah, it's good. It's a good reminder. Yeah, you need visuals. It's, yeah, for sure. So you were talking about it's not forever. Yeah. Um, you guys, this is recent for you guys, correct? Yeah, yeah. April. April yeah. we finished. Yeah. April. So I guess looking back over those 39 months, I'm sure it seemed like a really long, a long period of time at that moment, but looking back at it now, I always ask people this, do you feel even now that it was a long period of time or does it really just feel like a blip? 
probably in our life it, it's probably monumental but I mean it yeah it did it does feel like it's been a, a decent amount of a journey because we had to really dig deep and and work hard to do it and go without and say no and all those things so it it's right. still quite fresh how you know sometimes Paul was really tired from working and I just wanted to go out to a cafe or something and we couldn't and or right. not that we couldn't but we wouldn't <laughs> right and we but we if one was down the other usually you know was up and the other way around so we did uh, buoy each other up along the way but but just to add to that Jeff um like it wasn't three and a three and a half months of hell by any means. Like it, it, it three right? and a half years. Oh, three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, yeah 30, 39 months. Yeah. Um, it, it became it became a bit of a challenge and a bit of a game to kind of a lot to beat the system and to beat the man kind of thing. So it was it wasn't like a hard slog the whole time. It was like a challenge, you know. We challenged ourselves and tried to save here and make things and set targets and dates so it became kind of like a bit of a game kind of thing yeah i actually i yeah. actually think paul loved it jeff because you know <laughs> i was so frugal the whole time he's probably been the happiest he's been in those <laughs> i wish we we're still on our journey actually <laughs> Then you'd have to work all those hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't want to go back no, to that. No. Yeah. Really. Uh, so, Brady, the other thing you said was that, or maybe it was Paul, was just to start. Yeah. And I, I heard an interview with uh, Carl Maxwell. He's an author. And so I actually just listened to it today. And he said everybody has the ability to start. Everybody has the knowledge to do what they want to do. They just need to start. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think a lot of people are just, whether it's scared or they're just, it's too hard for them to change their habits of what they're already doing and they just don't start. But it, and I'm sure you can tell them it's completely worth it so worth to it. start the, to start the journey and see it through. And I, I guess to, for people to relate to, it's probably like someone going to the gym or wanting to start to lose weight or get fit or something. It's, it's really hard at the start thing. Oh, I, I don't want to go. I don't yeah. want to start running or I don't want to do weights or it, it, it is hard to start, but you, you just, you just got to start. Yeah. And, and then you're away kind of thing. So it's, yeah. Yeah. You get yourself into a rhythm. Yeah, and once you get, once, once just you kind of takes off, you get on a roll and it's, it, yeah. it can be really scary though. It is, you know, like you do have to sit down and face reality and, and that can be quite scary for some. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But in the end, I, I guess I would just think of an analogy. It's like a plane going off yeah. down the runway. Yeah. Eventually, that plane's going to lift off. You just yeah. you got to get enough speed and just start and start moving. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So you guys have a website. Yes, we do. Correct. So what what was kind of the reason for starting that? So that was um, me just following on probably from my Instagram. Like you can only put so much on Instagram that I wanted to sort of do more of a bit of a blog um, right. about uh, of how to do things. So like yeah. how to do a grocery 
audit um, and that sort of thing. So and and our plan and what we were doing. So I wanted to sort of share that if anyone was interested. So that's why I started the Kiwi Girl on a Budget dot com right. blog, yeah website. And you guys came out with a new ebook. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. So was that was that uh, something that you'd always wanted to yeah, do? Yeah, always wanted was to yeah, write a book. Always yeah. wanted to do and. Like we sort of, um, you know, we were following the baby steps, but we sort of worked out what to do along the way of how to cut expenses and how to how right. to budget. And I just wanted to share more of a practical step for people so they could have a to-do list and uh, knew what exactly to do and tick it off as they went along. Right. So on that website, you've got blogs. Yes. You've got your book. Yep. I, I saw your YouTube video yes. that we talked about earlier. Yep. There is, um, you have a couple of, a mortgage payoff sheet. Yes, that's right. Right? So there's a ton of really good information that you, you've you put on there for people to go to and read and look yep. at and purchase. Yep. So what's the, sorry, what's the website called? Uh, so it's uh, kiwigirlonabudget.com. Dot com. So you guys make sure you go check that out. Look at all the stuff she has on there. And you guys have put out a special offer to the listeners of the Debt Dad Show. Yes. Your ebook normally runs for what's the regular cost um, on? Um so seventeen fifty. Seventeen fifty. So until August thirty first, you guys are putting that book down to fourteen ninety five. Yes. For the listeners of the show. And it is an ebook. It's a you guys send them an email. Yes, we do. Correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So for Canadian listeners, that conversion comes to about thirteen twenty-five. So our dollar is just as crappy as New Zealand's. <laughs> and for anybody in the US, you guys get a little bit of a discount there because it only costs you ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yep. So make sure you guys go purchase that book. Go check out the website. And if people want to follow you on Instagram, what is your Instagram handle? Uh, so that's the same Kiwi Girl on a budget. Perfect. So you guys have actually a ton of followers on Instagram. You have over 14,000. Crazy, hey? So, yeah, it is crazy. So was that a personal account before? Or was that just something you started to along your debt-free journey? Yeah, no, that was specifically just started to keep me accountable and um, and maybe help someone else. I never thought in my wildest dreams it would grow to that. <laughs> yeah, so was there a point that it like really exploded? Or was it just kind of a gradual... Yeah, I think, gradual gain I think to fourteen thousand. People, people got um, inspired by just what we were doing, and and it did sort of explode to ten thousand pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. half a million is pretty inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're ordinary people, so everyone, you know, if we can, yeah. we can do it. Anyone can do it. <laughs> for sure. So, thank you guys so much for taking time to come on the show. I really appreciate it. You guys are so easy to talk to. Thanks for having us. It's been a and, yeah. yeah. Most Kiwis are like this, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a real it was a real pleasure. Like I said, you guys are so easy to talk to. The conversation just flowed. So thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Thanks again to Brady and Paul, all the way from New Zealand across the world for coming on to the Debt Dad Show to talk to myself and you guys, the listeners, about their $566,000 debt 
payoff. Go give them a follow on Instagram at Kiwi Girl on a Budget. You go to their website at www.kiwigirlonabudget.com and go purchase their new ebook Roadmap to Financial Freedom. They're going to give you a deal on that book. It's not forever. But till August 30th, go purchase that book at a discount, $14.95 New Zealand dollars. I think that's 10 bucks US, just 10 bucks US to go learn more about their amazing debt journey, how they did it, what they did to get there. And if you're in Canada, I think that converts to about $13, maybe a little bit more than that. So thanks again, Paul and Brady, so much for taking time out of your guys' day to come onto my show to talk to the listeners about how you guys accomplished that incredible feat. They are also including with that $14.95 New Zealand dollar offer on their new ebook a free budget spreadsheet. That'll come free when you purchase ebook until August 30th, 2019. I really hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I love bringing the episodes to you guys for your enjoyment, for my enjoyment. If you did enjoy the episode, please go post a review on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more people that listen. Make sure to subscribe to get new episodes every Monday and take the link from either Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast, wherever you listen to the Debt Dad Show, take that link, share it with a friend. Share it with a friend who you think maybe needs the information, maybe needs the help to help them get out of debt and release themselves from the burden of debt. We are here to help you, to help your friends, to help your family with their debt situation through the stories of others, to know that they're not alone in the journey. There are thousands of others who are in the exact same position, whether they make 50000 a 100000 or 200000 and whether they paid off 50,000, 100,000, or 566,000 like Paul and Brady just did. It is absolutely possible for anybody to do this, but they need to start. The knowledge is there for anybody who wants to do this, but they need to take that knowledge and then they need to start. If you don't start, you're not going to get to the finish. Paul and Brady decided to start and they pushed through and they finished. They paid off half a million dollars worth of debt, including their home, their house and everything. Debt-free, payment-free, Paul and Brady from New Zealand. So guys, like the episode, share the podcast, share the show with friends, Make sure to leave a review. Here's actually what I'm going to do. I am going to give 
one listener a free ebook from Paul and Brady. I'll pay for the book, but I need you guys to leave a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you leave, wherever you listen to your your podcast, whatever platform you choose to use. Leave a review, take a snapshot of that review, and send it to me in a DM either on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me on any of those social media platforms. Just search Debt Dad. You'll find me. Leave the snapshot of your review, and I'll pick one lucky winner to receive the ebook from Paul and Brady on their $566,000 debt journey, what they did, exactly how they did it. It includes a whole bunch of other information to help you guys out along your journey. So leave a review, take a snapshot of that review, and I will pick one lucky winner to have their book sent to you for your pleasure. I will give you guys until August 25th of 2019. That's like 25 days, 24 days, whatever it is. You have three and a half weeks to leave a review, take a snapshot of it, and send it to me, Jeff, either on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And one lucky winner will receive the free ebook. Uh, that Paul and Brady just just finished. They just completed it. So I will send that to you as my gift to you guys. The other place you can listen to the podcast, you can go to the website, aemoneysolutions.com slash podcast. And all the episodes are also on there. Just in case you don't have Apple Podcast or Spotify or Google Podcasts or any of those, you can go directly to the website, www.aemoneysolutions.com forward slash podcast, and all the episodes can be found there. Once again, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to the show, lending your ear to the show, and supporting myself and all the guests that come onto the show. I really appreciate it. Without you guys listening, there would be no Debt Dad show. So thank you again so much for your support in all of this. Next Monday's show, make sure you guys tune in. Mindy from My Semi-Basic Life will be on the show to talk about her debt-free journey, her struggles, her triumphs, how she did it, I believe she was in the $166,000 range of debt that she had paid off. I had a really, really good talk with her, a good recording with her, a good interview with her. Again, it really just seemed to flow. We talked for over an hour, so it's a really good episode. Tune in next Monday. Make sure you guys subscribe. You'll get new episodes direct to your podcasting platform every Monday. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed the show and stay tuned for next Monday's show. And until then, guys, take care.